She came to me one day, and I could tell something had happened. She was always quiet, or people thought so who didn't know her. I could tell she had something important to say. I thought the worst. Someone had died in an accident in the field, maybe, or the Romans had done something. It wasn't that at all. She was pregnant. We weren't married yet. She told me, not daring to look at me, not explaining, not apologizing, as if it had happened to her without her knowledge, accidentally. Which, I found out later, wasn't actually that far from the truth. Dear friends, we've all heard stories about what happened in Israel and about the man called Jesus. I decided to investigate and record everything in an orderly manner so that you might know for certain the facts of what actually happened. My name is Luke, and this is From the Beginning, Episode 3, Ordinary and Extraordinary. Joseph was an ordinary man from a city in northern Israel called Nazareth. Nazareth was a place of no real renown, except perhaps that everyone thought nothing good could come from it. So not exactly a ringing endorsement. This is Matthew, host of the It Is Fulfilled podcast, which you should definitely check out sometime. He's helping me with some additional reporting this episode. Joseph did his work well. He was a tradesman, and he kept the commands. He had no great aspirations. King David was my great, 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 yada, yada, great grandpa. It's a nice fact to use to break the ice when visitors come around, but it doesn't mean much now. After Babylon conquered us, there's not been a real king, not like back then. And with the Romans, well, it didn't look like anyone was coming anytime soon. Joseph only wanted to live well before God and to raise a family. He was engaged to a young woman named Mary. That would be the Mary from last episode, who visited Elizabeth and was pregnant. Problem was, Joseph had nothing to do with that. When she told me, I didn't believe it. We aren't pagans, we're Jews. And I knew she feared God, or I thought she did. So I didn't understand. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. It was one of the hardest things I ever did, telling Joseph. How was he supposed to understand? I didn't understand. I didn't even try to explain it to him. I just told him I was pregnant and turned away. God would have to take care of the rest. I couldn't. I couldn't marry her like that. She'd been defiled. She'd been away visiting some relatives, and when she returned, she told me. I didn't know what happened. Maybe it was a Roman soldier. I didn't pry. Something had happened, and it wasn't her fault. I knew that. So I planned to divorce her, but not make a big deal out of it. Maybe send her away so people wouldn't talk. I wanted to do what I could for her under the circumstances. He did try really hard. I knew it cost him, but it all still hurt. I remember thinking, if this is what it's like being chosen by God, do I really want his attention? How had Mary become pregnant? That was the unspoken question, the one Joseph didn't really want to know. I wasn't sleeping well. I was unsettled by the whole situation. I wanted to do right, and Mary had some secret. What was the right thing to do? I kept running it through my head. That's when I had the dream. An angel came to Joseph in a dream with an answer, and an explanation that was more incredible than anything Joseph could have imagined. The angel's words were much more lucid than those in an ordinary dream. They didn't fade, but seemed to grow stronger when I woke. The angel said to me, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, 
because he will save his people from their sins. I sat in bed thinking through the words. I knew they were true. I didn't understand how, but I guess I didn't need to. They were true. But that last bit struck me the most. He would save his people from their sins. God has spoken to Joseph in a dream, and he would again. At other times, but it was Mary who first heard the Lord, who first heard the amazing promise. An angel had come to her, the same who had visited Zechariah in the temple before this. But this was not a temple, and Mary was not a priest. He called me favored. That worried me. Why would the Lord favor me? I was nothing special. I was just a young girl. But God was pleased with me for some reason. It was strange, wonderful, frightening feeling. I never did know why me. I don't think he chose me because I had done something. I think he chose me because he was pleased to do something great in me. The angel promised Mary a child as he had to Zechariah. Your child will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will have no end. I was a virgin. Here was an angel promising a king, maybe the great king we had been waiting for. That seemed incredible. But hadn't we been waiting for a king all these years? But how? Would I have this child with Joseph or someone else? I didn't know. If John's birth was miraculous, this was something beyond a miracle, something new. The angel explained how the child would be conceived. The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Nothing is impossible with God. The angel reminded me of that, and I believed it. In that moment, I knew either God could do it or he couldn't. And he said he could, so I trusted him. I've been trusting him ever since. It hasn't always been easy. I'm just glad I visited Elizabeth when I did. She helped a lot. As we explored last episode, Mary visited her relative Elizabeth during the early months of her pregnancy. Now, as the months went by, another trip loomed. One Mary had no say in. That, after the break. Christmas. It should be a time of celebration joy and peace but not everyone is in a good cheer this holiday season thousands of americans suffer distress and anxiety and for a small donation you can help those in real need this christmas i started at level 3218 again last night at seven and i stayed up past midnight i have been trying to beat it for weeks but my wife won't let me purchase that Dragon Ball. I need to get past it. I have wasted hours of my life. I just want to see the next level and save those cute little panda babies one more time. You know the names. Bejeweled, Panda Pop, Temple Run, Fish Dom, Candy Crush. Games that madden and frustrate. This winter... Help others achieve their full potential. All I can think about is that level, that wretched level, with all those double jelly squares and not enough moves. I keep playing it in my head. I won't let the programmers get the better of me. I'm strong. I'm not a quitter. 
for as little as one dollar. You can provide these poor souls with the extra lives, time, and special items they need to move on. No one deserves to suffer at the hands of an addictive, casual phone app. For the price of a coffee, you can make a world of difference. Please help them. Help me. Help me. Help us. Every dollar is a movement forward. Donate generously. Joseph and Mary were, in many ways, ordinary people thrust into an extraordinary circumstances. From the outside, they were a man and a woman engaged to be married, like millions of others throughout history. But the Lord chose them by his will for his purposes, purposes they did not fully understand. The one thing that set them apart from the others is that they obeyed. But being chosen didn't make things easy. Besides the social stigma surrounding Mary's unplanned pregnancy, there was another factor, politics. Rome wanted a count of its citizens in Judea, what Rome ordered you did. So Joseph and Mary traveled the 80 miles to the city of Bethlehem when she was nearly nine months pregnant. I wouldn't have gone if it wasn't commanded, but Joseph and I knew it was necessary to obey the Romans. And really, it was right to. I believe God wants us to obey our leaders, even the Romans. Like I said, I'm descended from King David. Seems like that never did me any good. Bethlehem was his birthplace, so that's where we headed for the census. And really, it seemed almost poetic somehow, going back there after what the angel said. It was not the trip they would have made at that time, but they believed God's hand was in it. You can't go looking at circumstances and say, well, I don't want to do that, so the Lord isn't in it. It doesn't work that way. I'd never have married Mary if God was only in the easy things. He's in the hard things, too. Maybe he's especially in the hard things. I went into labor in Bethlehem, and there was no place to stay. Every room was full, so we ended up in the stable. You say that's so matter-of-fact. It just is. We're not special. Everyone was fighting for somewhere to sleep, and we didn't have much money. That's how the world works. Like it or not, I was just thankful to have some shelter. But your son, didn't he deserve better? He was born to a young, unwed mother in a strange city in an unoccupied country. Of course he deserved better. But I remember what the angel said. He was God's son. I decided that I could trust God to take care of him. The prophets throughout history have spoken of God's care for the poor and humble. One might think something had gone wrong in this case. Why had events transpired this way, so that the promised child had a lonely birth in a strange, filthy place? Maybe God's exaltation of the poor is something different here. Maybe it's not saving them from their place in the world, but identifying with, really being with, those who live this way. In the dim stable, he was born. The angel told us to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Holding him there that night, a stranger in a strange place, I suddenly understood. His people. We were his people now. Episode 3 of From the Beginning was produced by the Kendallville St. John Lutheran Church Youth Ministry. Wesley Potts played Luke. Caleb Walls was Joseph, Joseph Earn was Matthew, Sadie Potts was Mary, Zach Hayden was the angel, Trey Warren was the announcer, 
Lex Mosier was victim one. Andrew Malone was victim two. The script was written by Nick Hayden. Music by Kevin McLeod is used under Creative Commons. Editing and hosting provided by Hayden Digital.